0: sharing ideas about money this
1: is share radio
0: This is Simon Rose. Now it's time for the Financial Outlook for Personal Investors. I'm joined by Danny Houston, Head of Financial Analysis at AJ Bell. We're going to look at the world of investment from a UK perspective. And I mean, for most investors, of course, and indeed most people in the country, uh, what's been happening with inflation has been one of the most important things of the past year or more. Clearly not quite as transitory as the Bank of England once <laughs> were claiming. But we have seen... Um, we have seen inflation fall, though, I, I must say, as a somebody slightly older than than you, um, I still sort of look at the RPI number. I know it's not an official statistic anymore, but that is still above 10 percent. And um, core inflation is still quite sticky. So is it time to celebrate the market? Certainly seem quite pleased by it.
1: The markets seem incredibly pleased by it. In fact, one of my colleagues used the word boom when he saw the jump of the FTSE 250 immediately following um, its opening after we had those inflation figures. I mean, it was up 3% uh, on the news. And I think... Investors have been absolutely crying out for some positive news because it has just been doom after doom after doom over the last year or so. And the prospect that just maybe we could be reaching the end of this interest rate hiking cycle here in the UK, I think has really wet people's appetites. I think that they have felt right you know we've seen a number of false dawns but it kind of feels this time like all the ducks are lining up yes. um and certainly you know you look at market expectation now for the next interest rate hike by the bank of england and whereas you know just a week ago people were expecting at least half a percentage point hike in august with interest rates expected to top out Worst case scenario, seven percent. Some people were suggesting, yes. and now we're seeing that really turned on its head. And this morning, I was looking, and um, it was a seventy thirty that we would only see a quarter percentage point hike, rather than a half yes. a percentage point hike. And rates now expected to top out at five point seven five percent. So amid that backdrop, you can understand why investors yeah. suddenly got quite excited.
0: And that five percent, roughly, is is sort of the average long term interest rates. I know many people who've only been around the last 20 years or so, 5% might seem quite high, but I can remember when it was a lot higher than that. But those people who follow monetary indicators, which appears no longer to be the Monetary Policy Committee of the Bank of England, um, rather bizarrely, have been actually talking about an incredible fall in money supply and saying that um, interest rates, if anything, should be being cut rather than increased because they fear that we're heading for a recession. And it's wonderful that the market thinks that Inflation falling a little is great news, but the market wasn't in great health even before inflation started rising. So are they being unduly optimistic, do you think?
1: I think uh, the market, particularly in the UK, was really battered by Brexit mm. and the uncertainty as to exactly how the UK would find its way in this brave new world. And huge numbers of stocks are massively undervalued, but we have then seen an awful lot of interest from foreign investors coming in and buying those companies because they recognise the inherent value in them. And I think investors now... They're an optimistic lot. I mean, we are looking long term by the nature of investors. They sort of look through this current set of circumstances and look towards the future. And you're absolutely right. Although there's a lot of concern that there could well be recession on the cards created by this ridiculous interest rate hike, which has left so many mortgage holders really struggling. I think what we're also seeing from the United States with Whisper It the potential that there could be a soft landing. And I think yeah. investors here are thinking, well, if they've done it there, maybe they can do it here as well. So I, I think there's certainly a, a bit of rose tinted glasses going on. Yes. But I also think that, you know, you've got some fantastic companies in the UK that are undervalued and given half a chance could do quite incredible things. And, you know, the economy is changing. We've seen obviously huge climate issues in some parts of the world, um, heat waves in Europe, which are frankly obscene. I think you've just been away. Was it hot where you were?
0: Not particularly. I went to Brittany, which is yeah. pleasant, <laughs> pleasant, but not um, horrendous. Um, let's pause for breath. Then, then we might look at, at how some individual companies are are affected by um, inflation um, prospects.
1: Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio.
0: This is Simon Rose. You're listening to the Financial Outlook for Personal Investors on Share Radio. I'm talking to Danny Houston of AJ Bell. So um, interest rate outlooks, I mean, we, we saw some companies like House Builders, for instance, being hit by interest rates going, going up. Um, which companies, which sectors then are likely to do better if it turns out that we have now reached peak inflation?
1: Well, you've just I, mentioned let, House I, Builders. Let's ex- <laughs> and let's exclude the possibility of a horrendous
0: <laughs> recession, which might depress the market more.
1: Yeah, I mean, you've just mentioned house builders. That was the first moves that we saw. Uh, House builders have been absolutely battered by the expectation that there's going to be, you know, a house housing market crash, that prices are going to fall, that people are going to be struggling to afford mortgage payments. And we've seen them really rein back their plans for house building. But there have been a couple of moves which have sort of changed the field a little bit for them in the last week. So not only did we obviously have uh, lower than anticipated inflation numbers, but we also had the government making moves to allow them to use the visa system in a different way, to give them leave to bring in brickies and plasterers in order to deal with the shortfall in the labour market. That should help with their overheads their costs um which is something that you know they do have desperately needed um but clearly there is still an awful lot of lobbying going on for a a new version of help to buy um whether or not this government or whatever the flavor of the government is once we've had the election whether or not there is any appetite for that i think remains to be seen. It doesn't help
0: supply, does it? It it boosts money, but it doesn't help supply. So which other sectors then tend to get hit by um, inflation concerns and will now perhaps be benefiting?
1: Uh, we saw um a lot of c- sort of consumer facing stocks so retailers um obviously have been really concerned we've we've seen outlooks from the likes of next and um associated british foods which is the primark owner sort of saying look you know, we've been resilient but we're really concerned about what comes next so the fact that inflation is coming down it is certainly going to be helpful for them and also of course you know all those hospitality stocks your pub chains um you know bars restaurants the, those kind of stocks if you don't have money to spare then that kind of discretionary spend is is the first thing that disappears so they also got something of a boost on this
0: news um and I've seen more articles of late than I have for a long time about um, gilt edged stocks government Stocks. Um, private <laughs> investors, by and large, tend to give them a berth or just get exposure to them through some collective vehicle. But have you been looking at, at those as well? I mean, if interest rates are due to fall, should government stocks be a part of any private investor's portfolio?
1: Um. <laughs> We've had so much interest in that uh, and it's become dinner table conversation, I think, in the wake of, you know, the the, the Liz Trust mini budget. Dinner parties are <laughs> even more
0: boring than they used to be.
1: <laughs> but yes, but that's what I'm being asked about. So when I appear on telly or radio, and, and it's usually very consumer-facing programs, people are now asking about that. And because they're asking about that and because they have seen interest rates, guilt yields on those so incredibly high, people have been like, oh, well, I'm a bit concerned about everything else. Maybe I'll go down this route. It, you know, it's it's a fantastic product if you know what you're going to get and if you can get good yields, which, you know, people have been able to do. Of course, you know, if if we are, as we're expecting to see interest rates come down, that does impact those And we have seen gilt yields fall below 5% for two-year gilts. So as with any investment, I think you need to be hyper aware of the sensitivities of the Mm. market and react accordingly.
0: Yes, of course, ideally, one would have invested in government stocks when interest rates um, were pushed to the floor after the financial crisis. But while I'm a great investor with hindsight, never quite so good uh, <laughs> current times. Danny, thank you so much indeed. That's Danny Heason, uh, who is head of financial analysis at AJ Bell. Uh, my thanks to you. That's it for uh, the financial outlook for personal investors. <laughs>
1: sharing ideas about money this is share radio